definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Ready or not, here we come here on the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. It is a Tuesday and a game day, not only in Lubbock, but in Arlington, Texas, as Red Raider Baseball will take to the Diamond to take on UTA, Texas Tech, and TCU, and a massive showdown coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. We've got you covered all over the place. You'll be able to hear the baseball action coming up tonight on the score. The basketball will be on Double T 97.3, Friendship Girls Playoffs, Sunny 97.7, Cooper Girls Playoffs, 96.9 The Bull, and then 6.30 Cooper Boys Playoffs, 93.1 Texas FM. So it's a busy, busy Tuesday here at the Raymar Compound in downtown Lubbock, Texas, where it's going to be a gorgeous, beautiful day. What is up, David Collier? You said gorgeous, beautiful day. I, I dressed for uh, last week, not mm-hmm. for the uh, 78 degrees that are we're slowly working towards today. It was nice out there this morning. Springtime in yeah. Texas. Got all dressed up to take the dog out, and I'm like, whoa. You would think I would have learned <laughs> between that, but uh, clearly didn't. But, yeah, we'll take this. Take this for uh, all sporting events at this point after – freezing through uh, softball last week in the Metroplex. If this could blow that way this coming weekend, that would be super. And then, um, so we're going to be, uh, you know, everything will be in bloom, and then we'll hit March, and we'll get uh, two weeks of 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything will freeze. Yeah. That, that just pretty much mark it down. Put it in the books. Lucas, what's going on over there on your side of the glass today, baby? What's up? Nothing much. Um we officially finalized our trip to Hawaii. So August 2nd through the 11th as we'll be in Hawaii. Well, the travel days included. So uh, very excited. Um, it's getting fast. I mean, we're almost at the end of February. So time's, mm-hmm. time's crunching. Oh, and it was also a good night because UVA got beat. So can't beat that. Oh, did they get they beat? Got beat? Beat. <laughs> I didn't see the final score. I saw. I saw what I need to see early on in that game. That's kind of been my mission. Um, as our team wobbles a little bit here, um, is to highlight again just how hard it is to win basketball games. Um, you have that Virginia program, of course, coming off of what we know they, you know, not too long ago did. Um, and uh, basically <clears throat> can't get it across half court. Well, they end up with 41 points. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Gee, many Christmas. It looked like Iowa State was going to end up with that too <coughs> yesterday. But um, Cyclone's got a little bit of offense going. Houston still comes down with a victory. Texas beats Kansas State. K-State's in the, um, the breakdown, um, which, again, we've been calling for for a while. We'll do our tiers of 12 coming up, but um, I didn't even write that down on the show rundown, did I? Mm-mm. I it's figured you No, I figured what time we would do we usually do it? We usually do that in the... 11.45? We usually do it earlier, but... Oh, I'm sorry. Work. Um, that works. 
Yeah, I think that's 1045. That's it. Boom. Tears of 12. I have some terrific stories from the last 12 hours. I'm going to give those to you at 10 o'clock. Okay. It's worth teasing these stories involving youth hoops Mm -hmm. and uh, other. So stay tuned for 10 o'clock. You will get a chuckle. If you uh, enjoy donkey stories, hee-haw. We got a big one for you coming up at 10 o'clock. Your thoughts on tonight as the Red Raiders get ready to take on TCU. What you feeling? Uh, it's all dependent on the game time decision to me. And that's something I want to ask you later today as well. You know, how much different these two, this basketball team is with or without him against this TCU basketball team. I, we've all chalked this up as a win. I think everybody's predicting it as a win. If you look at ESPN and whatnot, but and what they're even a five point favorite in this game, I think. So somebody must know something that we don't. I think, if he can play, he's got to play tonight. He being, of course, Warren Washington. Well, I think somebody, that changes uh, everything. At the end of the morning drive, said that they had talked to somebody and that he wasn't going to play tonight. I don't know. I'll know three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, and then, but you know, that that, that changes not that I'm my share with anybody. No, but I'll exactly. Know at three o'clock, that changes how I feel about this basketball game quite a bit, especially if the struggles. I was looking it up uh, before we came out here. If Pop's slump continues, I mean, you do these things, but the last four games, Pop from the field, nine for 45. Yikes. I mean, that's got to that's gotta change, right? Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, I know you've been able to win, win during that stretch, but at some point, some of those things got to start falling. Well, the last five times you've gone out there, you've lost three, so you need to get a W tonight no matter what. And, um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so like I said, shoot-arounds at 3 o'clock. I'll know a whole lot more then whether he's going or not. People are saying he's been in a boot. Yeah, he has been in a boot. He was in a boot for the trip to uh, Iowa State. Still running through, I think, some drills and stuff like that. But who knows? Again, uh, we'll have to get Mr. Miyagi out. Yep. Rub that bad boy down. And, again, Tom Stone said this one time, and I say this over and over again, just because a guy's in a boot doesn't mean that they're out. Now, I know it's a little different with soccer players, but he said our soccer players wear boots as a precautionary measure because it's easier on them when they're walking around and they spend all that time on their feet. So if you see a kid in a boot, it's not as bad as you think. If you see him on crutches in a boot, a little different story. I actually saw Macy Blackburn walking through the USA, and she looked like she could go now. She had the ACL for Texas Tech soccer earlier on this fall. Is the Verbi rant lost for all eternity? If you still have it, could you give it a play? Yeah, it's around somewhere, but I don't have it. Um, And I I doubt the thing will ever be played in its entirety. Bobby Hot Dogs, maybe a drop here or there for the Verbi rant. Who won the Monterey game with Amarillo? Amarillo won. I can't give you the final score off the top of my head. I can give you how many points Elia Chavez scored. Which score? 50. Yeah. I think it was 75 to 68. It's that's that's a sounds about. It was it was a close basketball game. Uh, they missed shots towards the end and I'm assuming I was following along on social media. I'm assuming they fouled and they hit their free throws down the stretch. But it I mean it got within two possessions. <laughs> 
late there. Well, it was really fun to see the crowd lining up, kind of that middle ground battle royale between two really good uh, girls teams. That's that's cool. One coming down from Amarillo, one coming up from Lubbock to meet in the middle there with Wayland. And um, I know that they were saying, hey, if you're not here now and already in line, you might not get in. So I know that they couldn't agree on it, but if that could have been in the USA, no telling how many tickets they would have sold for that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing Caitlin Clark and Iowa pull better rankings than the Celtics right yeah. now. So this is not a fluke. I mean – these these girls, and you know some of the things that they're doing with uh, ratings and just eyeballs and fandom, it's real. We got headlines coming up next. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. That's what you need to know on this Tuesday. Uh, Texas Tech is the only school in the state and the only school in the Big 12 with baseball and men's basketball ranked in this week's top 25s with Tech baseball at 19 and the Red Raider basketball team at 23. They'll put that ranking on the line tonight with TCU, a team they lost to earlier this year. Can't afford to be swept by the Frogs. Jamie Dixon and his slicked back hair are in town and the Red Raiders going to try and take them out We'll be on the air at 7. Tip-off is at 8. Red Raider Baseball is at 6. You can listen to that on the score beginning at 5.30. Friendship Girls, Sunny 97.7. Cooper Girls, 96.9 The Bull. Cooper Boys, 6.30 at uh, 93.1 Ticks FM. One of the uglier scenes in sports that we've seen in a long time happened in San Antonio, down at uh, Incarnate Word, as Texas A&M Commerce, a team. Did we play Incarnate Word this year? I know we played them a bunch. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, I know we played Probably. Texas A&M Commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, they got into Donnybrook, and it was pretty much everybody involved. Probably lasted sixty seconds, which is a long time for a kind of a team brawl and handshake line to shake out. Um, big time punches, haymakers thrown. Uh, it went all over the court. It went one way and then came back the other way and to the other half of the court and then went to another baseline. Finally, security officers got involved, which that blew me away. It took them that long to move. Uh, you had coaches and G, uh, GAs and managers out there involved in the thing. And Texas A&M Commerce won the game 76-72, the only way that you would know that final is the fact that this uh, huge brawl broke out after that game. Did you see the video? I did, yeah. Not good. <clears throat> I wish we would have seen, because you could see where it kind of started, but it was going off camera to the left, and you could see one of the incarnate word players take exception to whatever was said to him as they went by, and then we just saw support staff sprinting to uh, help the situation. Yeah, you had like uh, towards the end of that thing, you had some poor manager or something like that just get run over by yeah, I think on one ground. of their own teammates yeah. or one of his own athletes and just laying on the ground. Yeah, that was a mess. My favorite guy is the uh, the redheaded yeah. man bun wearing, I'm sure averaging one minute per game, number six I think for Incarnate Word, who runs in there. 
Like a rabbit punch. Yeah, and then <laughs> runs backwards. Yes, does a little punch and goes straight backwards. Straight in reverse, man. Just getting out of dodge. But, yeah, that's uh, that's making the rounds all over um, all over the place. Texas beats Kansas State. Um, <clears throat> Iowa State and Baylor getting the rock fight that we all knew they would get into. And uh, Houston comes out on top in that. The uh, other D1 baseball rankings, by the way, TCU 5, Texas 16, Tech 19, and K-State 24. What am I missing on headlines? Anything? Uh, Josh Cochran got the uh, old go. promotion by Texas Tech football. The tight ends coach now listed as run game coordinator as well. Uh, I think that's called a, a nice little pay raise and a – a job title to add to the old resume, right? Not that I'm not saying he's helping with the run game, but definitely an upgrade in the in the car game, probably yeah. a little bit. Yep, that's uh, that's good. That means you've got him locked up for a little bit longer, right? Yeah, other basketball games too. BYU and Baylor play tonight. That's also a late start. Top 25 matchup there. Top 15 matchup: UConn at Creighton. That'll be great in Omaha. They'll have about 17000 there for that. Also 17000 for the one at BYU, too, the Marriott Center. Or the Marriott Center, as they want us to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, I love the story behind that. I, that's one of my more pressing issues to figure out why that changed. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds dumb, but, I mean, for my entire life it's been one thing, and then within the last six months it's – And just fine, too, by the way, Marriott. I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with there that. Was no, I mean, what what happened that it needed to be changed? That's – that's all I want. I just want an explanation, not just, hey, this is what our name is. It's not like Aberg, Obear, right? I mean, I think they would have let us know early on that, hey, you guys have been saying this wrong. Uh, Gino Ariema <clears throat> has more wins now than Coach K uh, with a W last night. A lot, a lot of Ws for him. Those are your headlines. Hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center Chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. I missed this one, too. If you want an early Big 12 game, this is on me. Uh, West Virginia and UCF. Uh, Final down the stretch wins, losses for Texas Tech. An early burning question. Six games remain. Three road, three home. I'm just going to go, I think I went five was the uh, high. I'm going to go four and two, just meet in the middle there, just depending on. I'd be so happy with four and two. I just got to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll still go four and two. I mean, they've been able to keep things close, being shorthanded so much, you know. That's what I'm saying, too. I mean, if if you've done what you've been able to do shorthanded, and I know it, it's going to get tough these last few weeks, and you're going to maybe run out of gas if you are shorthanded. But I think if you're uh, dealing with a coaching staff that you appear to have, I think you can be happy with four wins. I think that's a that's a good finish for this basketball team. Yeah. Um, what you don't want to get to – what I told – we had my son and a buddy of mine watching all the hoops. We had the split screen going. And so we're watching all the Big 12 hoops yesterday. And I'm like, you can see the teams that are starting 
to come apart a little bit. <clears throat> now, again, we've been talking about K-State for a while, so. But they're on that list. I still think even though Texas won, they're on that list. Um, uh, Cincinnati could be headed towards there, running out of juice here in their first Big 12 campaign. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is tough enough to to be uh, a team that resists the breakdown. But <clears throat> what I just said was, was like, you can see kind of the the fractions. You can see them, you know, not with the spring in their step. And all I said was, this league is heavy. And by heavy, it wraps kind of, you know, the anaconda effect. You know, yeah. it gets it just starts to just squeeze the life out of you. And squeeze that air out of you to where you don't have any more fight. Now, you're going to go out there every time and, and do your darndest, but there's there's only so so much you can do in situations, and that's what Texas Tech has to avoid, and that still could happen. You Like, you lose tonight, now all of a sudden you're really starting to limp, and you got to go on the road where I, I still think you'll have, no matter what happens tonight, a great chance to win at UCF. And then you're going to get Texas at home. Well, you have a great chance to win that game. So it's it's not like you lose tonight, it's over. But it still, to me, just feels like a massive game. There's that weight again. The good part about having the weight on your shoulders tonight, it's going to be in front of a massive bunch of friendly mm-hmm. people that want you to do well really bad. Yeah. And you need it. You need it tonight. Like you said, the weight might get a little heavy on that trip to Orlando this weekend and I know they only have four conference wins but they've been able to probably get all of those right all all of them there at home I don't know how much um blind resume here what's better 47 points four assists four rebounds two wins one ranked win or 42 points 22 rebounds five assists and a block uh one ranked win one loss what's better for you which one do you take if I said <clears throat> you scored 47 points in two games, had four assists and four rebounds, but won two games, one of them a ranked win, or you had 42 points, 22 rebounds, five assists and a block, and you split, but you had one ranked win. Well, you win. take the two wins. You take the two wins yeah. out of the players? Yeah. Okay. That was the Big 12 player of the week uh, was Jaden Nunn. He had 47 points, four assists, four well, rebounds. I, I, a, win, a win against a ranked Oklahoma and West Virginia. No, 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 no. Okay, well, but <laughs> on this deal, I'm thinking just the, for the overall good of the team. Yeah, yeah. And Big 12 wins are priceless, and I'm thinking from a team aspect. Yeah, but player of the week aspect. Player of the week. What a joke. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. My gosh. Just, I mean, that was that I will was say robbery. this. I, I, I vote for the women's side, and I do take into account if the team's won – but I also look at who they won against, right? If and you're perfect against Kansas, 12 out of 12 from the field. You're the Big 12 player of the you're week. You're the Big 12 player of the week. Period. Doesn't matter what you do the next game. And he was fine the next time out. Double-double. Gee, Manny. Golly, what a robbery. That is stupid. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Our number two here of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 100.7 The Score.com, a Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of this program. 
Thank you so much for being with us here from the First United Bank studio on what is going to be and what is already a glorious day here up on the Cap Rock. And uh, when you combine that with all kinds of uh, playoff hoops, uh, Texas Tech baseball, and Texas Tech basketball against TCU, what a day we are going to have here in uh in Lubbock and around the area. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. And again, the 100.7 The Score mobile app is presented by Happy State Bank. Okay, so the uh, the boys team, all right? All right. I still didn't have a haircut. <clears throat> uh, just driving me crazy. I've been praying. Uh, been losing that battle. Uh, I think the Lord will open up the doors soften his heart to get a haircut so he doesn't look like a, a big dome head toolbox running around out there. So um, we're over at FMS, and uh, the Cobras are about one and four. And for you folks out there that don't know, my son and David's son, Brooks, played on the same team last year, which made it very, I think, a lot more enjoyable. We could laugh at our kids together. Yeah. We could commiserate with uh, our kids, good and bad, together. Um, I don't know anybody on this team at all. It's just him and, and uh, you know, learning a few of the kids' names and that kind of thing. But they're about one and four, and I haven't seen – the only one that they won, I was out of town. So I've seen <laughs> 0 and 3. You've seen, you've seen the the bad. Uh, I've seen the bad, and there's a lot of bad, and there's a lot of teams that are better. And, and Perry is not a very good basketball player at this moment. He is um, – uh, again, a large kid with um, clunky feet, um, really no grasp of the game uh, except for Steph Curry and YouTube and, you know, likes to put three fingers up when he hits a three. Right, yeah. And, you know, I saw a kid yesterday do the baby rock after he scored on a on a layup on the baseline. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just about to lose it. So, anyway – Go into the fourth quarter, and the Cobras are up by eight. Now, Perry sat the entire second quarter, which means – Saving him to the end. He can play. He just had eight points in the third quarter. He played the best quarter of basketball I've ever seen him play in the third. Gorgeous little mid-range jumpers, running hard, playing hard, doing what the coach says, just doing – very proud of him, doing a great job. Yeah. Coach decides to put Perry on the bench for the first three minutes of the six-minute quarter. Yeah. By the time he goes back in, they're behind. The Cobras are behind. Yeah. They let this little kid, the kid that did the rock the baby thing, he had like 10 layups just right down the baseline. Just boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, oh, boy. Okay, so they're behind. It's really late. And now Perry's the only one that knows, hey, we got to start fouling. Yeah. Okay. So he starts fouling, and I mean fouling. Yeah. Another sure, you know. I mean, in, a, in other words, <laughs> head hunting. Okay, which is what I, I told him. I was like, the stuff that you did tonight, I know where you get that from. You get that from me. But I did it when I was a junior and senior in high school. You did it in sixth grade. Right. Anyway, he starts just two hands shoving these kids. Yeah. I swear to you, Perry is a head taller than every kid on the other team. There's no one that gets to his chin. Yeah. 
he is massive compared to these other little kids. Now, they're a lot faster and a lot of other things. Yeah. So, gets to the end. Haven't been able to come back. Last chance three doesn't happen. It gets knocked around. The littlest kid who's hit like four threes in this game grabs the ball. Perry goes to foul, and I swear knocks him into another dimension. Two-hand shove. He goes from in play to out of play, rolling <laughs> across the floor. Now, the kid, he he helped Perry, too. He flopped. But a two-hand two hand shove, fifth foul, technical foul, you're gone. Wow. So, my son got run out of the <laughs> FMS gym yesterday. And, I mean, I can hear the, you know, you're sitting there going, the, you can hear the crowd going, oh! oh yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, if we'd have seen some of that kind of aggressiveness on the football field, you'd have made a lot more tackles. Anyway, <laughs> so this morning I get day two of uh, Nick's Fight Club, and I felt a lot better than I thought I would. I get in there. I start stretching. We're going to start off with cardio. And I want you to take a guess who was standing to my right. You guys both play this game. I'll give you three strikes. You can ask me for hints. Is it somebody uh, famous or just? Uh, Lubbock famous. Lubbock famous. Um, I'll give you one hint before you start. Okay. This, this uh, here. Um, we can go back and forth. If I get it wrong, um, you go. Yeah. Uh, great family jeans. Great family jeans. Remember what he said for the birthdays. No, oh, that's true. Well, I don't. I'll let you go first then. You get three hints, or you you, you go first since yeah. you, you caught on. JJ, um, you're mighty close. You're mighty close. Then you like threw Trey. it to, Yeah, you threw it to within two feet of the pen. Yeah, it's Trey Culver to my right. <laughs> that's okay. I thought you were going to say the official from the game last night. Yeah, that makes you that makes you feel good about yourself, though. You roll in there, you're like, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm gonna look good today here. Olympic athlete, caliber athlete, right? Seven time All American, 2017 UST, uh, blah blah, male scholar athlete of the year, uh, personal best at the Corky Classic, high jumper, uh, 2018 second in the indoor. Uh, championships, uh, fourth in the outdoor championships, first in 2016 in the indoor championships. Born in 1996, the year that I graduated from high school, Trey Begotten Culver, who is, I mean, I just wanted to just put my head, put my hoodie on and walk out. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I was like, hey, Trey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up, Hacks? And then uh, here I am, you know, just basically walking through these <laughs> these uh, running exercises because I can't move my tonnage, and uh, he's over there flying around. Anyway, interesting 12 hours <laughs> to see him and uh, and several others that are um, That's the in, before in, and after picture, in really Hacks. good shape. Boy, oh, my gosh. Before, before and after. Hacks anyway, and Trey. Hacks and Trey. Oh, two-time NCAA champion. Right, I mean, right next to me, like this. <laughs> you want to talk about make yourself look like a fool. 
playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Well, this is getting stale as I put together my tiers of 12. Because I am chalk uh, halfway down. We're going to get to those in just a moment. Uh, people now interested on yeah. Lucas's question, why don't you go through some of those? <clears throat> I think um, the uh, winner, and shame on us for not mentioning this, but mentioned by numerous people on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, would be Mike Singletary. Chicago and Baylor Bear great Mike Singletary. Reggie White, another one. Derek Thomas, late great Kansas City Chief. I like this one. Carl Banks, teammate of LT with the Giants. Uh, Bo Jackson when he smoked... Brian Bosworth. Uh, again, a lot of these aren't names. Otherwise, I would attach a name to them. Ed Reed, Troy Palomalu. Uh, I, I, well, I said him first. Yep, you did. That was a good call. I would not want to see hard-hitting John Lynch. And don't get me wrong. I'm just saying out of all of these other names that I've mentioned, if I had to get hit by one of them, I would prefer it be John Lynch over the majority of these guys on this list. Roy Williams on the list as well. That's not a bad one. Did you see that time that Johnny Knoxville fielded that punt and the entire USC team drilled him? Mm-hmm. He was on. I probably have seen it if it was on any of the Jackass uh, mm-hmm. movies because yeah. I made sure to go watch a lot well, of it was, theater. It was just the one on the show oh, okay. on TV. But, uh, yeah, he he caught it, and then he paid for it. But then, of course, everybody's jumping around. and There have been some crazy things happen. So we had the big fight last night mm-hmm. between uh, the Lions of Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word. It got really bad. Did you see the little kid hit four consecutive shots for like 10 grand at like a private school? He looked like he was about 10 years old. He goes layup, free throw, three-pointer, and then baseball throws the half quarter perfect. Wow. What did he win? Ten grand. Then there was nice another guy. Work. Another guy that looked like he wasn't even trying. He went in and kind of went around and did a kind of a flip the layup up, but it happened to go down and then he kinda, you know, he's just goofing around. Yeah. He hits the free throw. Then he goes in the corner and does a like crossover killer crossover move and then hits the three and then goes and hits the half quarter. There have been a bunch of that stuff going on lately. Not at United well, Supermarkets say, Arena because we're over. We're over. 50, 0 for 14, 15. When, when's the last time someone hit one? Did they hit Man, one last year? I mean, I, it's got to be. It used to happen quite often. Yeah. But now, I mean, we got. I was about to say some of the ones, and I've been there for women's basketball games. and I have all of them on my phone. Yeah, the last like, one. um Actually hit the bottom of the net, but um, didn't go through the no, rim. Get that tonight. And just think about that. We're we're getting people struggling to hit the rim. I get these guys get paid for it, and then Damian Lillard's out there just shooting threes from half court with a regular shot and making them. Well, didn't Not Steph throw it in from the opposite tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> Want to know what a typical day is for? Steph or Damian Lillard. What do you do? You just get up and just shoot for yeah. a couple hours and then just go yeah. get some Subway. Can we say that? Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Take a nap. 
Get a little more shooting in. There's no way those guys are eating fresh. Though the the catering tables for Texas Tech. What are you talking about? All of those athletes um, have deals with Subway. Surely they're just eating their free food all the time. Don't forget Quiznos. We love these dogs. All right, it's time for our tiers of twelve, Lucas. This is the chalkiest I've been on this deal. I've gone out on the limb and said some stupid things and had some teams in weird places. Um, I have the no NCAA tournament tier to begin. West Virginia now in the basement. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State. Congratulations. You're now 13th. Lucky 13. UCF 12. I got K-State 11. Yeah. And I got Texas 10. Okay. Okay. And that's all out? All out. Okay. I got Cincinnati 9. Okay. I got Oklahoma 8. I got BYU 7. And there's really no need to name these tiers, but I put those teams in a tier by themselves. Yeah. Cincinnati, OU, BYU. I got Texas Tech at 6. TCU at 5. Doesn't mean I think that TCU is going to win tonight. They just have the same exact record, and they have the first win against you. So, makes total sense. Kansas 4, Baylor 3, all going to make the tournament, all got a chance at making a run in the tournament. That's kind of that tier. And then at the top, Iowa State 2 and Houston 1. Not much difference between the two, as you can imagine. West Virginia down a spot to – the seller Oklahoma State moves up for the first time, I think, probably all season long at 13. I've done you one better. I have the Kansas State Wildcats dropping down two spots to 12th in the conference. Under UCF. Under UCF, who, as you mentioned, is favored when they travel to West Virginia. They're up one spot to 11th. That's the thanks for playing portion of the tiers of 12 for me. Fighting for the final spot in the NCAA tournament, I have Texas down a spot to 10th, Cincinnati leapfrogging them in 9th. Then all of these are, you know, in. There's definitely that little tier that's not the upper echelon. But I have BYU at 8th behind Oklahoma. Those two teams staying in the same spot. I know Oklahoma has one more loss, but they also blew out BYU. So... I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. The there. trips to the state of Oklahoma were not good for the Cougars of BYU. Yes, exactly. So I'll keep Oklahoma in front of them. No movement for them. Texas Tech drops three spots for me, which is just absolutely ridiculous to say when you beat one of the top four teams by 29 points just a week ago. But they dropped down three spots. TCU up a spot. They are now fifth. Kansas fourth up a spot. Baylor up a spot, all jumping up because the Red Raiders dropped down in the same Two and one. I think Houston probably head and shoulders at above the number two at this I point. I want to take now. you through this because we both had OU, I think, in the same place. Um, and you said, hey, these teams are in, which at, at this point, I completely agree with you. At but this point. but let, let me take you through the rest of their schedule. I want you to give me wins and losses. Okay. At Oklahoma State this Saturday, 3 o'clock. <clears throat> I'm going to say a win. 
but I totally could see them losing. That. Seven and seven at Iowa State, seven Loss. and eight. Houston at home, seven Loss. and nine. Cincinnati at home, revenge, eight and nine. Yeah, leaving at Texas, the final game. I could. I don't think they win that game. Eight and ten, you still in? <clears throat> Probably not at that point. With the way you finish there, yeah. The way you finish, unless you rattle they, off they, three at the Big Twelve tournament, that I don't think really matters. Although it could, it could. It, well, if you rattle off three, and depending on who you play against, mm-hmm. yeah, without a doubt, and it d- definitely does help that you're you're done on Saturday as well. One one of the the reasons that I do this is you know we we've we've compared a lot of schedules, but we hadn't gone down OU yet, and would you rather have Texas Tech schedule the remaining? Yeah. Or would you rather have OU schedule? No. I'd say, like, if you were to flip those, which you do still have to go to Oklahoma State, but you've done Iowa State, you've done Houston, you're done with Cincinnati, you get Texas at home. Mm-hmm. At West Virginia, there's a big difference between those two schedules. Yeah. So you need to take advantage of it is what I'm saying. You've done a lot of hard work to get to this point at 7-5. and Because you're just right in front of them. In Don't mind. let this opportunity float away. And, again, that's why I think somebody mentioned this on the Ace Flooring Center chat line in hour number one. I don't think we ended up reading it, but we don't do the must-win thing. But if you if you don't win tonight, how many is that in the last – maybe you've lost four of the last five or something like that, and then you're going on the road – to try to figure things out, you know. I mean, that's not territory you want to be in. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Me here on the last. Doing math? I'm trying to do a whole. It's been a while since I played this course. I'm oh, so I'm okay. Trying to, I'm trying to work my way through the course and I, see if I can remember the whole. I, sometimes that helps me go to sleep. You know, <laughs> just you play around. And uh, what are you looking at, Lucas? Just you know, imagine going through a lakeside golf course. I've never been on a golf course. Period. So what? can't can't say that I have. Whoa. No, that would be something to So watch. don't play golf with Lucas, is what Lucas I just heard. Don't play golf. All right, uh, do you want to go first for your most embarrassing? Get your questions in, by the way. <clears throat> Felt like I got electrocuted. Trying to pull up the hole. Um, 100.7 of the score.com. I, I don't have anything. Embarrassing golf. It was embarrassing. It wasn't because of a shot or anything like that. Well, it was an embarrassing shot to me. I think I'd crushed a drive on a par five on the creek course oh, he's, um he's starting off with that crushed a drive i did for my little tiny body crushing a drive and i'm like you know i'm like oh sweet i've got a shot for eagle here if i can just get it close on the green i'm 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 golden for an eagle and i like top the ball it doesn't go anywhere and not my finest moment and i've stopped doing it after this but I just reared back and I threw my club. Okay. In frustration. Club throw. Club throw. And like it? it? I mean, it it flew. It went a ways and it kept going. And unfortunately, the direction it went was right at a tree. And it hit the tree 
and split in half. And I'd stopped throwing golf clubs at that point because it was just embarrassing. It was just an embarrassing I had uh, in time. I had one of those at the golf club of Oklahoma on number 17. Reared back, knew the, uh, decided there was water to my right, held on for a second long, and it went up into a massive pine tree, and they had to get a lift. See, if I would have done that, I would have just walked off. I would have left it there. I would have well, been so embarrassed well, no, by I leaving mean, it there. It was a month later when I went back oh, okay, and got it. Okay, I thought you meant... No, not like you, with a lift. Get out here and get my driver right now. No. I had was, a Nike Ignite driver that I really liked, and they were nice enough to go up and get it for me. No. It was so embarrassing. I did have a buddy, and I'll, I'll, this is embarrassing for him. He actually texted us yesterday. There was some dude that got a 22 in one of the pot bunkers. Uh, yeah. Um, 22, the whole – his buddy. St. Andrews. Yeah, St. Andrews. He's just going to town, hitting it back and forth 22 times. We had a buddy. We were playing at Rawls, and on 17 – you remember – you know 17 oh, – yeah. Oh, what yeah. what should be water and there's that big bunker on yeah. the right hitting into the bunker we're all on the green we're standing on the green and all we see is sand flying and it just keeps flying and it just keeps flying and finally the ball lands somewhere near the green and when he finishes putting he finishes with a 17 on 17 i saw a guy one of the first rounds i ever played it was on 17 he backed up to get the line on his putt and fell into the bunker. <laughs> took, took a That's much more back, 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 took his left foot, put it behind him, and disappeared. <laughs> Gone. Uh, my most embarrassing is the, um, the uh, class 2A – Regional at Tire Lake in Shawnee, also known as Fire Lake. But mm-hmm. remember when they put all those tires around there because they were just didn't have any place mm-hmm. to put them. They called it Tire Lake. Come on, man, that's your area. No, I didn't play much golf in that area. I was, I had a golf course not a mile from my house, and I decided to play baseball. And I could have played golf for free next to my house. But anyway. I, uh, I was in the hunt to advance to the state tournament. I'd already uh, qualified in a sub regional. About a 79, which, I mean, again, for me, with not a lot of experience and that kind of deal was pretty good. Um, I shot a 78 the first round at Tire Lake. And then on hole number four, I went left into the trees, hit a tree, to the right side into the trees, that's three. Into the creek, four. Back out, five. Into the next creek over that, six. Back out, seven. Over the green, eight. Back out, nine. Chip up, ten. Three putt for 12 in a tournament. And I ended up missing going to state by five strokes. Oh. <laughs> so if I'd have had a It wasn't a double, just that hole. It was, a home, it was a collection of holes. That still hurts. That's I, 1994. I, I can remember all that. I think I would take that over falling into a bunker. <sighs> Boy. I'm trying to think. You know what you should have worked on? Vertical drop, 
horizontal tug. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bobby Hot Dogs, for sending that in today because uh, we got to see some Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was an unbelievable scene. Benchwarmers, if you had to eat one breakfast for the rest of your life, what would you choose? It was missing some kind of hot sauce, but Sunday I ate this uh, waffle taco concoction. It was a pancake. It had eggs. It had bacon. It had a hash brown. It had cheese. I think that covers all of the breakfast right there. It would probably I would probably go a breakfast burrito over this. That was just at least had bacon, cheese, waffle taco horse name. Waffle taco, yeah. It was phenomenal, by the way. They gave it just some kind of like Cajun spicy gravy to dip it in. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lazy Dog restaurant in the Metroplex. Whew. Waffle tacos for uh, brunch. Here comes waffle But you taco. covered everything. Benchwarmers, what is your favorite bar slash club in Lubbock? I'm <laughs> talking to the wrong person Me here. Me too. Uh, I haven't been there that much, but whenever my friends would go and Chances are it's pretty funny to go to. <laughs> it's, I see people tweeting about Chances Are like crazy. It's it's a I've it's not an set ex- foot in there. It's an experience. I've only been like three or four times. Is it like Chances it Are like, you go home with somebody? It? Yeah, ch- ch- as he said, Chances Are you go home with somebody. It's oh, for the older crowd. It is. Yeah, forties. Yeah, forties, thirties, singles. 40s. A lot of smoke. Back in the day, Back, yeah, long, yeah, but. I have a, about half a dozen pool tables. Gertz? Yeah. Um, and then I have like a big dance floor in the middle. And then they have shot girls with like all different shots that you. Jello shots? Jello shots. Yeah. And then like and syringes. The syringes? The test tubes. Sounds like, uh, yeah. Sounds like Murphy's <clears throat> on the strip. It's, uh, it's an experience. Yeah, chances are you're taking home a cougar, is what the saying is. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy, boy. But I don't oh boy, go boy, out boy, enough boy. to have a favorite bar, unfortunately. I know um, Mason and the Gin Line have a really good song, chances are. Is it associated with that? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Val says we always called it Divorces Are. That would be correct as well. <laughs> it was never the first choice, but there was always the one guy in the group that was like, let's go to Chances Are. And we're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, I like to uh, to squeeze into two docks down here. That's fun for me. Those guys are great, too. I actually did something for the chamber on them. Each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Cool guys. Yeah. Taylor Swift included. He's a talker. Yeah, but yeah, all great guys. Uh, give me a give me a score. I saw somebody who was like eighty something. We're not getting into the eighties again, are we? Yeah. Really. Hmm. All right. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go right under it. I'll go seventy nine, seventy four. Someone. I really need to know if Warren's playing. I'm going to go. If War- Can I do either or? No. All right. I'll go TCU then. I'll, I'll go 68-77 Tech. Okay. 
How much time do I have left? All right. In that case, I'm going to go. Take the over. 82-81 Texas Tech in one overtime. Ah, that's how he gets to it. <laughs> that's how we get on. You want a late night. Late night at the USA. No, I don't. That's at about, uh, what, a 10? It's a long broadcast. 30, 10, 35, 45 finish if you're in overtime, yeah. maybe yeah. later. All right, for David and Lucas, I'm Hacks. Thanks for dialing us up. The bottom line is next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.